Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's time to hear from some of the best high school football coaches in the area. That's love. Come on. It's the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show. All right. Nice job, fellas. Presented by your local pick and save stores. Let's turn it over to Muskego Athletic Director Ryan McMillan. Don't let one play affect the next one. Just learn from it. And the fans high school insider, big time Mike McGivern. Oh, welcome to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern alongside my co-host, the Athletic Director at Muskego, Ryan McMillan. Still rolling, boy. Yeah, we had a good one last night. Oof. I tell you what, it was uh, it was cold and it was windy, but uh, it's kind of uneventful. But I tell you, one thing that you might take appreciation in is our defense called some timeouts. We got the ball back with uh, about 2.15 on the clock, and Coach Krause kind of flipped a little bit. And I give our offensive line credit, and uh, Coach Smith and Coach Hetzel, they protected the quarterback, and they threw it down the field. We got one roughing the passer call, his late hit, and all of a sudden we went a little two-minute drill and scored. Wait, hold on now. The throwing the ball down the field, that's the biggest <laughs> part that surprised hey, me. Hey, and they were straight dropping it, too. It wasn't play action. It was straight dropping. He was throwing it a little bit. I, I like watched, it. I watched your quarterback at warm-ups against Marquette game one. Kick and throw it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's he got can, a live arm. He's got – you know what? He can spin it a little bit. Yeah. And I was like – and We got kids who can catch it, too. Yes. So some of these kids made some good plays last night. It's pretty cool. You know what that does, right? Now, playoff time, the guys looking at film going, you got to be kidding me. Yep. Can't go eight in the box. Can't just <laughs> worry about the run. we got to do a lot of things. Hey, our special in-studio guest, I'm excited about, about him. And um, Gary Ellerson had recommended when we're, I was out at the golf outing playing, and he said, man, why don't you have my guy Derby on? I said, because I don't know your guy. He said, I'm going to introduce you to him. He's the head football coach at St. John's Northwestern Military Academy. He is Glenn Derby. And I... Uh, Coach, I got to tell you, I, 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 uh, Ryan, I sent him a text this morning after doing research. He said, "You need to write a book. You write a book." He said, "You know, you're not the only person to ever tell me that." And I, I'd, I'd be the first in line to buy. Glenn, how you been? I'm good. Good. Thank you for having me. So, Oconomowoc guy. Yes. Played at Wisconsin. Yes, sir. Played, uh, played in the NFL. I did. And uh, reading up on on you and 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 your journey as as a kid and as a young adult and as an adult. Yeah, it, you like being back. You like Oconomowoc. You like kind of look. You're coaching high school football. Some people would go like, "Man, with all the things that you've done, isn't this boring?" You don't mind boring anymore. You know, it's not boring. It's a it's a challenge when you work with kids. Um, anytime you're anyone that has worked with kids understands that they're a different different animal, and you know it's a challenge to try and get these kids to do the things that they need to do, especially in today's world with all the different options so I like I like a challenge I like uh, you know I worked with coach McMillan for a year and, and enjoyed uh, going back to Oconomowoc where I went to high school and it was completely different so it was a whole new challenge and you know I guess 
I tried to do a lot of different things in my life, but I kept coming back to working with kids. And that's just been what I've been good at and what I keep doing. Hey, can I tell you one of my favorite St. John stories? Yes, sir. So I was out, uh, I was out scouting a basketball game this years ago. And um, walked in. The campus is beautiful. The, the basketball facility is unbelievable, right? I was like, man, this is great. Game is over. I get in my car, and I'm going to drive out. And the cadets are walking. And just as I kind of come up where they're walking, two kids kind of, I was going slow and I was stopping. Two kids kind of walked in front of the car and, and two of the older cadets, one kid put his hand up and one yelled at them to get back. And I go, no, no, it's okay. Put my window down. He goes, no, it's not, sir. I got this. You two get back here. He made them come and apologize to me and then stand in line. And these kids were getting in trouble because they walked in front of my car and didn't wait because that's what they were supposed to do. And I, I was like, no, no, hey, don't, it's okay. And the kid said, no, this is, I got this. This is not okay. And, and now it's none of your business, basically. And I'm going to deal with these young cadets the way we deal with them right. here. And I thought, those kids are never going to walk in front of a car again, uh, ever. And I figured at that moment that I would not have lasted 10 minutes on campus. They would have kicked me out really quickly. Mm-hmm. And I thought, wow, this is something else. Coach, how long have you been the coach at, at St. John's? This is my second year. Second year, um, you guys are starting to put a name together a little bit. I mean, people in my – a little bit. I'm just telling you the circles that I run in, which is, you know, all geeky football guys, coaches and other guys, all of a sudden it's like, hey, what's going on over at St. John's? And um, you know what? Your record is a little bit deceiving. And I'm going to give you guys a little bit of credit, and we're going to just move on. You guys have forfeited two games. There was There was an issue – with figuring out five days or five practices, and you guys self-reported, Correct. Um, which is what you would expect, I guess, from from the way you guys handle your business. But instead of having – did you win both those games? We did. So instead of those two extra wins, now you took those losses. So your record doesn't look as good as what it actually is. But I, I uh, have a lot of respect for you guys for self-reporting and taking that on the chin and saying, look, this happened, we made a mistake – Give us the, the, the you know the, the the punishment. So well done. We we can pass on that. Did you know coming in that your team had a chance to be pretty good? You know, I've always I've always liked what um, any any opportunity you get, you have kids that can be special. And yes, there are some special kids on this team. And it was just a matter of figuring out how to get them in the right spot, get the ball in their hands, get the get the blocking that they needed. And did I think they could be seven and one right now? Probably not, but you know what? Anything can happen when you get kids believing in the coaches, coaches believing in the kids, and get everyone working together to try and you know do the the best thing for the team. And this has been a, a, a been a challenge because these kids are um, they've got a lot on their plate. So you know when you're in high school at uh, normal school like at Oconomowoc with McMillan, you know those guys have a lot of homework and a lot of different things, but they don't have you know, marching, and they don't have different um, activities they have to go to. And, and these kids, from the time they get up at 6.30 in the morning till 9 o'clock at night, they are busy. And we've had to kind of balance and kind of make football as best we can, a fun time for them. So they've got a couple hours where they can just go out and have fun. Well, you know, some of the kids take, take that advantage and have too much fun, and we can't get them focused. So our biggest, our biggest thing that we've had to do is try and help the kids learn how to focus to um, you know, do the right thing for football, and they've really taken that on. So, am I surprised? Yes. Um, 
did I think it was possible? Yeah, absolutely. He, I mean, it's always possible. Coach, when you know Ryan, he not when he first got to Oconomowoc because they didn't really want him to be involved. But there's youth programs right all over the place. So kids grow up to in, in the Franklin youth program, and they're in junior Sabers, and then they get to freshmen, and they know their guys, and they know what the varsity is going to run. And then they get to JV, and if they're really good, they get moved up to varsity. So there's that progression. You guys don't have that. It's crazy. We got some kids on our teams that have never played football before, and they're actually starting and playing for us. A couple of them are freshmen, have never played, and so we've had to really like as fast as we can teach these guys the game. And some of it's you know you watch on film. If if uh, if you're you know if you like to watch film, and you watch some of us on film, you're gonna see we're making a lot of mistakes. But the thing that I like the most is is these kids are believing and they're doing whatever we're asking them to. And that's been the biggest key because we've got kids that you know. Some come from Mexico, some come from China, so there's a language barrier. You know, I'm, I'm talking to them, and they don't understand what I'm saying. And I don't understand what they're saying. And so we got to kind of show them, like, physically how to do the stuff. And it's just it's been a crazy experience, but it's been, like I said earlier, a challenge. So how, many kid, how many kids in the program? We have, I think, 31 right now. So you don't have a JV. No JV. Everybody's playing varsity. And you have kids who have never put on a football uniform Correct. Yes. before – Mid-August. Uh, yeah, in August when we, when they came. And, so, and here's the other thing is, you know, most kids in a regular school, they show up on August 1st, right? Yeah. We got kids drifting in. That's kind of what happened with us is we had a couple kids that showed up late. So we tried to have a couple double practices, you know, to help them get ready so they could play. Well, they're coming in in the middle of a, a week of a game, and we're trying to get them ready. So it's been a it's been a huge challenge that way. We don't get all the kids day one and go through a process. So... Our, like my first year last year, we had nine kids show up our first day of practice. I'm like, what are we going to do? Finally, by our first game, we had about 20, I think 21 kids were out. But you got to realize they only had a week of practice. And you're going into a game. Oh, so, man. you know, it's been it's been um, trial by fire. And I just give my I give a lot of credit to my coaching staff because they are very patient. They're very understanding. You know, these kids, some of the kids come with some emotional issues that we have to deal with. And just trying to just, it's it's almost like you just got to try and get them all on the same page at the same time on Friday night because Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, it's chaotic all over the place. Look, I've I've uh, I have seen your basketball program. I I, I know Malachek really mm-hmm. well, and and uh, and I came out and watched him because I thought my team was going to have to play them right. um, to get to state. And there's athletes everywhere, yep. and we're going to talk to one because I'm going to get to him on the next segment. In fact. Because Gerald has is, is got to leave at 11 o'clock because he's got a chance to talk to the Division One basketball program. Yes. And so were these kids playing football prior to you no. getting there, or did you walk the hall and go, hey, come on, man, we need well, you? Well, and, and i got to give Coach uh, Mike Finka, you know, our athletic director, a ton of credit for this because he— How, How's he doing, by the way? He's doing act. Tell him I said hello, yeah, please. I will do that. Um, you know, Mike, I worked with Mike for many years over at Kettle Moraine as his uh, offensive line coach, and when he asked me to come to St. John's, um, I'm like, really, St. John's? I, I really, the only thing I knew about St. John's is when I was in high school, my parents used to threaten to send me there when I got in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> so they talked about St. John's a lot. Yeah, didn't they, they did. They said that's where you're going because you know you're you keep doing the things you're doing. But anyways, um, so I really didn't know a whole lot about St. John's, and he asked me to come over, and I went over and visited like you did, and saw the campus. Thought, wow, this is really cool. Um, you know, there's no basketball players playing football. There was no. Uh, they've got a Raiders program that that's pretty pretty well known for a military uh, contest type deal. 
and none of those kids played football. So Mike, Mike spent a lot of energy getting to know the kids and talking to the basketball program and the other programs to get kids to come out for football. And that's been the biggest thing for our success is because some of these basketball players last year and now this year are playing. Boy, that's, uh, that makes a world of difference. A world of difference. You got athletes, athletes like you know, Gerald can that we're going to talk to. Oh, yeah. It's all about athletes. If you can get, yeah. You know what's kind of nice about his situation is as much of a challenge as a lot of the things that he's talking about is it, it's unique. And the cool part with coaching is he's got a fresh canvas to paint. Right. And he, once you get these, I mean, that can be so rewarding where in other places sometimes kids come in, they, they know more than you already. These guys are just want to learn, and then you got to coach them up, and that can be a struggle at the start. But by the time you get them done, what a what a rewarding process at, at the school. You're yeah. absolutely right. Yeah, and, and there's not a lot of uh, pre, you know, like those youth programs you talked about. You know, when I was at Kettle Moraine and even Oconomowoc, that is seriously important to get a good program. Sure. I know Muskego's got a. I've worked with a lot of Muskego kids in our trench training, and. Um, they have a very good program. They come up, you know, year after year, building what they're going to do, and it's hilarious to hear you say that they pass now because um, all those all those old linemen that I worked with, they all said we don't pass, coach, so we don't need to worry about pass protection. I'm like, all right, all right. Yeah, he he doesn't want to pass. He just did it last time to, to see if they could do it and yeah. put it on tape yeah. for somebody to have to deal with. He's not, we called him Eric Krause last year when he threw five passes right. in the game, and he said, you'll never have to do that again. <laughs> and they took home the gold ball. Right. Guys, we got to get to a break. Other okay. side of the break, we're going to have Gerald Gittins join us. Um, he's got to leave at 11 o'clock, so I want him to uh, talk to him about his days at, at St. John's. Um, at 1045, we're talking to Renee Lopez. She's an author of a book called Looking for a Full Ride. And uh, she's wonderful. I had her on, on a show called Faith in the Zone that I do. And uh, she is really good. And you're going to want to stick around and listen to that, especially if you're a high school student athlete looking to play at the next level. There's so many kids that think they should be getting full rides. She's got a lot of pretty good ideas for you on how that is. At 11.15, uh, Troy Schaefer from MilwaukeeShirtGuys.com is going to come in studio because I want to thank him for being a part of what we do here. At 11 o'clock... We will uh, we'll talk to our Pick and Save Student Athlete of the Week and name our UW Credit Union Team of the Week as well. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by our local Pick and Save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern. Alongside my co-host, he's Ryan McMillan. He's the athletic director at Muskego. And in studio, we're talking St. John's Northwestern Military Academy with head coach Glenn Derby. And uh, it's it's really nice to meet you in person, sir. And thank you very much for uh, for the time that you gave me this week on the phone and, and uh, through text messages this morning. Also joined by slot receiver Gerald Gittens. Yes. Yep. Uh, it's nice to meet you, sir. Nice how to meet you? you, too. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing good. So uh, are you a Milwaukee guy, or where'd you grow up? Uh, I was born in New York. Yeah? Uh, Brooklyn. How'd, you, how'd, did, uh, how'd St. John's end up on your radar? Uh, it was kind of by mistake. It was kind of like uh, a workout that I did in New York. They came down looking for uh, postgraduate type of players. Okay. And uh, I went down just to see how we do. And I ended up doing better than what I thought I was. And they said they wanted me to come down there to 
you know, joining the school. Man, what what an eye opener for you yeah, as a freshman to come from New York to Delafield, Wisconsin, yeah. and to be on the military um, part of it. How, how difficult, Gerald, was that transition for you? Oh, it was kind of tough. I mean, coming from a you know busy city to uh, you know Delafield is kind of hard. Yeah, Delafield, like it's it's beautiful, but there's not a lot going yeah. on. Nobody will ever mistake Delafield for New York City. <laughs> no, I'll tell no. you that much for sure. <laughs> um, did, how many times that freshman year did you say to yourself, "I want to go home"? Um, too many to count. Too kinda many like to the, count. Kind of like the first week, I was already over it. Yeah. But I mean, they just kept telling me to stick it out. So, are you happy you did? Uh, yeah, in the long run, yes. You bet. What, do, you, do you have any idea? And we'll talk about what's going to happen maybe next year for you. Um, you love playing football. Is basketball your sport? Uh, I would say that now. Before, it was mainly baseball throughout my ninth and 10th grade year. Okay. I was more of a baseball player than anything. But, I mean, I seen basketball was taking a better toll on me. Yeah. And and people started saying, hey, what, where are you going next year? Did, did There's an opportunity for you to continue the military if that's what you want to do, correct? Yes. And basketball now is there's some schools that are coming to you saying, hey, can you consider coming coming to see us, right? Loyola's one of them. Um, I had a kid years ago when I coached basketball at Dominican named J.R. Blount. And and he had a chance to go to a lot of places, Gerald, and he picked Loyola. And I said, can I, you know, people are asking me, J.R., why Loyola? He said, have you ever been on the campus? I said, I haven't. He said, do you know a lot about it? I said, I don't. He said, it is a perfect place for me. It's close to here. Academics are, are tough. But when you graduate from Loyola, the world is your oyster. You can kind of pretty much do what you want to do. And I get a chance to play at a high level in Division One basketball. So that's exciting for you. Um, talk a little bit about this football team. Did you know coming in, because you're a senior, you're one of the leaders on this team, did you know that you guys had a chance to be pretty good this year? Um... I'm not going to say yes, but I'm not going to say no. I know that coming into this year, we was going to be okay, better than last year. I know that for sure. But, um, you know, throughout the summer, you know, I was doing other things with basketball. So I was getting constant updates on that we got new players and people are better coming on, coming into this year. So when I got here and I seen, like, you know, the potential that we had, I seen, I knew that we were going to go. Pretty far. Did so in the off season, and coach, this is for you too. When when school lets out, do they all go home then? They, for the most part, they do. Yeah. So the idea of getting together, sweat equity in the off season, getting in the weight room, doing all that stuff, that's another part of this thing that you guys do not have. Exactly, and it, and that's a, that's a frustrating part because we're trusting the kids to do it at home, and myself knowing how I was. If I didn't have a coach there pushing me, it was very hard for me to motivate myself to work as hard as you, you really can. And so a lot of these kids come in, and, and we had a pretty tough uh, training camp this year, and I told the kids, it's going to be the toughest thing you've ever done, and it was. And a lot of them, you know, they, they got a lot out of it because they have never done anything like that before. Gerald, when uh, when when you came back, so you come back right at the beginning of the school year, right? Yeah. Is that And you go to you go home, you go to New York in, in during for the summer. Yeah. Um, and then that first practice, and as he talked about the training camp, you guys get closer. Look, as a basketball team, when you start hating the coach because he's running you too hard, he's working you too hard, that you come together as a team because that's the common denominator. Boy, they, what a jerk. Why is he doing this to us? But that brings you a little bit closer. Yeah, for sure. 
seniors leading this team? Um, yes, there's uh, many seniors and also it's a couple underclassmen that have been, you know, giving us motivation and courage to keep going. Yeah, and and playing. Yeah. And playing. Man, this is good stuff, Coach. When you have a kid like, like Jared, why did you not play your sophomore year, by the way? Um, well, after my freshman year, we didn't do so well with the football. And also, you know, I wanted to see how well I could do with basketball if I could focus on one. So I took a year off, you know, focused on the one sport that I was looking to play. And uh, I did much better that year. You know, that's the year I kind of, you know, found out that basketball could be, you know. You popped out of the scene at that point. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah so. again, coaching at Martin Luther, we kept in, we kept an eye on you guys um, because we're in the same regional and stuff. And we played, um, I watched you play in a uh, preseason tournament over at uh, um, New Berlin West. Yeah. And we were right next to you, and I was there taking some notes just in case we were going to play you guys. And I thought, ooh, okay, this kid's pretty good. Who is this kid? So and there's a number of guys on the basketball team. You went to him and said, come on back. Uh, I, personally, I did, and Coach Fink did. And you know that when he came on, uh, Gerald but, and a couple other guys that came on from the basketball team, they, had, they really didn't have any idea how to play football. They didn't know how to run with the ball. You know, they were just gifted. And the thing with Gerald, I, I'm amazed, and I keep telling him this, that his potential is really untapped. I mean, once this kid gets into a strength and conditioning program, whether it's baseball, basketball, or football, he can go very, very far. I mean, he's got some natural ability that I haven't seen at a lot of schools. He catches the ball pretty well? Catches the ball outstanding, and he has that knack where he can find that opening, and once he hits the hole, he's got a burst you know, which is really nice to see. And you can't, you know, Coach, you know, you can't really train that. That's something yep. that's natural. You know, he's he, got he told me the conference room, you didn't see him. He said, could you tell the coach to throw me the ball a little bit more? Yeah, he, he likes to get the ball. Gerald never said that to me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, so he said it to me last t- night, so yeah. I wouldn't surprise him. Yeah, yeah. You th- maybe they should throw it to you a little bit more, right? Yeah, a little bit. You're open all the time, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, every receiver thinks they're, they're open all the time. Um, coach, when playoffs are coming – did you guys make the playoffs last year? We did not. You we did only not. we won two games last year. Yeah. Okay, quite a turnaround. So you so this will be as a head coach your first seating meeting, correct? And you're going to have to explain the record, correct? You'd have to do that, um, and it's the first time the, in a while these this team has, has the school has gone to the playoffs in football. I would think, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's been since the '80s, but I'm not positive. The so. Trayvon Hughes days, probably. Yeah, he. I think they did pretty well with him. Yeah. yeah. I don't. What year was he? Do you know? Do you remember? I'll look he it up. Early two thousands. Early two thousands. So that might have been. They, it might they, have been the two thousands. Yeah. I think I'm pretty sure they made the playoffs then. I know. He lives out in Oconomowoc, by the way. Trayvon does. He's back in the area. His son plays baseball with my daughter in the same league. Yeah. Really? Yeah. His son's pretty good too. <laughs> he, he comes to some of our games. Yeah. He's he's a he's a big supporter of ours. Man. Yeah, he was uh, he was he was fun to watch. And mm-hmm. do these guys know how good he was? I mean, do you, did Trayvon uh, Hughes does, does that I name know, mean much to you? I know a little bit of him. I mean, as you walk into our basketball gym, you know we have records on the wall, and he pretty much holds he, he maybe two thirds over the records. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he's known in our school, but you know we never got to physically watch him. Well, I tell you, if you if you YouTube him ever once in a while because. They, they, he was really fun to watch, special. and yeah. as a basketball guy, he uh, he he had some moxie to him. You know what? He, he would uh, he would tell you what he was going to do to you, and then he'd do it. You know, and in a respectful way. But he would he was he was really good. It's coach. It's good to have 
Northwestern, St. John's Northwestern Miller Academy in the conversation when it comes to playoffs. I think that, that that's a good place for you guys to be and to, to try to get through level one, through level two. What division will you guys be? I believe we're going to be five. You'll be five. Yeah, and uh, uh, we have a lot less kids, but we're since we're all boys, we they bump us up a, a deal. How many kids in the school? I think there's 190. Okay. Yeah, I'm going right? to look. Yeah, Division oh, 5. Sure. Man, you, you know, you have no idea. And, and there's not that many Division 5 schools, so you have no idea where the WI is going to send you. Sure. So they could you can go anywhere. You could go to be. one of these schools with these big farm boys, or you could, you know. He could be on the road for two hours for a city meeting, too. That's the other thing is depending on the bracket you get dropped into. Yeah, and That's you're true. not going yeah. to know till 3 o'clock in the morning, right. you know, the, the morning before. If you wake up, you can take a look at it. Man, hey, do you play defense as well? Uh, yes, I'm the safety. So you go both ways? Yeah, special teams, you get off the field? Uh, no. I'm not on kickoff. I'm on kickoff return. Man, and that's it. That's the time that you get a little bit of a break. Yeah. You scored any touchdowns this year? Uh, yes, I scored a couple. Yeah? Quite a few. You just hand the ball to the ref thing because you <laughs> pretend you've been you've done there before, right? Uh, I, yeah. He's, he's seen the end zone quite a few times. Has he? Yes. I'm going to look up. I've got his stats right here. I'm going to find those stats. What, uh, what's going on at 11 o'clock today? Uh, we have a... Uh, basketball workout with uh, a couple colleges, maybe two. Okay. So, have has uh, have you gotten any offers yet? Uh, no, I have zero. Not yet. No. They're coming. I hope. How, how I are hope. the grades, by the way? Um, they're doing much better than my previous years. You know, uh, my first two years I didn't do too well, but my junior year and senior year so far has been outstanding. So. Good you, for you. You should tell them why you why your grades went so good. Yeah. So the first two years, you know, I didn't. I wasn't really too fond of St. John's, you know. I didn't really want to be there that that well. So, you know, I was trying to find a way just to even escape there, you know, and kind of, you know, be find a new school or uh, some sort. But, you know, after my, my parents kept telling me, you know, it's a better place. Like, you know, you just got to, you know, buy into it. And I spoke to a bunch of coaches and, you know, relatives. They're like, you know, you have a good thing coming. All you have to do is just work there. So my junior year, you know, I bought in. And, you know, I'm seeing a lot of success from there now. So, I, I, and I think that's important to, to yeah, say I because too. I think the, you know, the thing is with, with a lot of these kids and a lot of kids in general, they don't understand the whole process of why school's important, what they need to do. And you when bet. they're going through it, you know, you, you have all kinds of things going on in your head. But that speaks to Gerald's potential. You know, he, the sky's the limit for this Look, kid, he's at know? 14 years yeah, old. Right. He's figuring out maybe the way to get, to, to get back home is to have him throw me out. Right. You know what? If I don't take care of my grades, maybe I can get back to New York. Exactly. And his parents saying, "Look, talking to him now, I know that he wishes he could go back to freshman year and take care of freshman and sophomore year the way he's taking care of junior. Now he's going to take care of senior year. You can't go back, but you know it's pretty cool." That he said, "Look, once I finally bought in, was there a moment where you said, okay, this is a good place for me, and I need to take care of this stuff?'" Um, I mean, it wasn't necessarily a moment. But it was more of uh, me coming to, you know, my senses. Like, after my sophomore year, you know, I had a good basketball season. And that's probably where I first spoke to my first college coach. And, I mean, I, once I told him, like, my grade-wise, he was like, you know, we can't really do nothing with you. Right. So that's kind of where I was like, you know, I need to take care of it. Take care of business. 
And in fact, 1045, and I'm glad she's coming on at 1045 because I'm going to have you and, and uh, two other guys from St. John's. I'm going to put you in a different room so you can hear uh, Renee Lopez. She's an author. She's a, a former coach, um, soccer coach, but she wrote a book called Looking for a Full Ride that just came out here this week. And she's got some really good points for people that are looking to play at the next level. And I'm going to have you listen to her. I'm going to keep you on. I'm going to bring the other two cadets up to the uh, the microphone for a segment. And then I'll uh, get the coach and uh, my co-host back. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan, I'm Mike McGivern. We've kicked out uh, Glenn Derby. He's the head coach at St. John's. We've kip- kicked out our my co-host, the AD at Muskego, Ryan McMillan. We're talking nothing but football players from uh, St. John's Northwestern Military Academy. We've already talked to Gerald Gittens because he's got to get out of here at 11 o'clock. The other two guys are going to stick around for a while. Uh, Ricardo Barnes, sir, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Man, I'm good. It's nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too, sir. And Rolf Mijan. Hello, sir. Nice to meet you. It's pretty close, right? Yeah. It's really (laughs) close. Hey, so, um, Ricardo, where are you from? I'm from California. Yeah, what part? The Bay Area, San Francisco. How'd you end up in Delafield, Wisconsin? (laughs) Funny story. I actually um, had some issues back at home. So, later... um, when I came back to the house, my grandpa had three brochures from three different military schools, and he said, you have two days, pick it. You have pick one of the three schools, and you're heading there for the next three years of your life. So, um, Good move for you? Were you going down the wrong path? I was, and it the school was a good good fit for me after I bit into the system, Yeah. but this wasn't my first choice. I bet I, not. I wanted, so me and my family weren't really good on good um, on good terms with each other. Yeah. So there was one out in South uh, Carolina, Camden Camden's Military Academy. Okay. Which I decided, heck, it's the furthest away from my family, so yep. I might as well go over there and you know stay away from them. But then my grandma accidentally enrolled me. So. <laughs> I, I mean, saw the quotes. Was... I saw the air quotes. This is radio, Ricardo. Nobody <laughs> but me saw it. So your grandmother made the right choice. Yes, she made it, and I'm glad she did too. Man, I'm sure you've hugged her and thanked her for that. Yes, you will one day. Yeah, you will one day. Hey, Ralph, uh, where are you from? I'm from Mexico. What part of Mexico? Mexico City. And how'd you end up in Delafield, Wisconsin? So it was quite a funny story because um, I was looking. Uh, to play in a football team here in the U.S. and to have a new experience for me, you know, in the outside from Mexico. And right now in Mexico, there's a lot of stuff going on. A lot of stuff, yeah. So my parents decided me to be looking for school. So I entered into a program to, you know, uh, prepare myself to, to go outside and, you know, see what schools to enroll. And I saw the military school and I was like, oh... Man, that's perfect. Bob. You didn't think it was perfect for you at that point, right? Yeah. So I just saw, and like I keep on, like I saw what the school have, the great 
facilities that they have. They do, yeah. You know, leadership program, military stuff, you know. So I, I keep in contact with the school and um, a nice guy, Mr. Perez, he introduced me to school. I talked with him. He told me all uh, the stuff that the school's gone. So I just applied on it and I just came here. Hey, Rox, did you, had you played football before? Yes. In Mexico, you had? Yeah. Okay. And you, um, different style, different. Or is it, you guys, in the high school that you played in Mexico or the grade school, um, similar to playing football here? Uh, yes, it, like in, in Mexico, like there's like if, me, football in Mexico is one of uh, big stuff. Like not, it, it's not like here in, in the U.S. that every, like almost every high school got <coughs> uh, got a football program. Right. But like the football uh, teams are like private. You know, you have to pay to go. Okay. And, and and that's fun. Are you a senior? Yeah, I'm a senior. Ricardo, you're a senior. Yes, I am. So, do you uh, do you guys know what's going on next year yet? Do you know? Are you going back home? Are you going to continue your career in the military? What's your thought, Ricardo? As of right now, I am trying to apply to West Point, so that is one of my goals. But if not, then either a school that wants me for football or Pepperdine, Pepperdine University in um, California. Okay. So you've got you you kind of got the path and figured out what what you want to do. When do you find out if you've been accepted at West Point? When I does would, that happen? Do you think I would figure they would give me a caller between like January and February? Okay, calling me to say you've been accepted Boy. or you've been denied. You, so. Well, I, I, you know what you want. I tell you, your grandmother, if that if that happens, she's gonna be going. Look at what I've done for you. You better <laughs> give her a hug at that point. Well, how about you? So I'm I'm planning to like what I want to do is to stay here in the U.S. to study in college. My goal is like to play in a, like D1 school program to play football or you know play football and have like a great education. What what position do you play? I'm right guard. You're right guard. How about you? Um, linebacker and center. Yeah. What do you like? But you're you're the center. Yes, I am. You don't mind hitting people? <laughs> no, you, I don't. You, you've never minded that. What do you like no. better, offense or defense? Defense. Because you get to hit people, right? Yes, exactly. Ralph, what position do you play again? Right uh, guard? Right guard and defensive tackle. What do you like better? I like both ways. Yeah? Like I just like to do my stuff. I really enjoy playing football. Hey, um, Gerald, you, you like to split out and get out of the way while these guys are doing all the grunt <laughs> yeah. work, right? Yes, yeah. <laughs> Man, that's, that's awesome. Um, School-wise, Ralph, how, was it a difficult transition for you academically? Yeah, because you know in Mexico we uh, had like just one class in English and like changing here like every class in English and so having like it, at the start was difficult me uh, difficult for me to adapt into the system, but after that like I've been doing good. Like, yeah, I'm, I learn fast. I'm a fast learner. So Ricardo, how about you? You got to stay close to the microphone, Ralph, if you can. Ricardo, how about you? How how was school? Um, the transition, the transition from my old school. So I had my freshman year at my old school, and the trend—it was a lot easier due to the fact that we actually had a designated time for study hours, okay. where we could actually do our homework. So, it, I actually brought my grades up. In, I increased it a lot, so I was really happy about that. Did you, were you guys surprised at all at the story I, I told about me driving? No. I mean, no, that, no, that, no, you guys no, not all at all. looked at each other and giggled when I was telling the story. <laughs> yeah. And I'm telling, like, it's the only time it's ever happened. Like, But 
they, you're not surprised that these young guys walked in front of the car and some, and I'm sure they were senior, that put his hand up and said, "I got this," and took these guys back. I, it wasn't a big deal for me. I, I have to wait for kids all the time, but not there. No, we at at St. John's. We 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 sort of tell them that you know, common courtesy. You know, don't walk in front of a car or open the door for gentlemen, ladies. Yeah. You know, to just be courteous for them. Gerald, not to, uh, not to cut on New York or anything, but you know, there's there's <laughs> nobody's flipping you off at St. John's <laughs> because they want you know it it, uh, it it is a different animal. Um, let me ask you two guys before we get to a break, and we're going to bring you guys back, but I got to get Gerald out of here in a little bit. Did you know, Ricardo, that this team had a chance to be pretty good this year? I did, but I was very skeptical about it. Okay, that's honest, Ralph. How about you? Um, I. I got, I got not gonna I'm not gonna say yes or no right. but I, I, it was like a two road way so like in, from my I, I'm a good friend with I'm a good friend with uh, the head coach uh, yeah and he told me he's gonna bring people and like I trust in him so like I'm really amazed with what the team has done man it's look you guys got people talking and I don't know the last time this is look I'm a, this is what I do. And I don't know the last time when people said, look, if you get a chance, you need to go see that St. John's team. I'm like, I I hear that. Football? Really? They're like, yeah. If you get a chance, go out and watch these boys play because you're going to be impressed with it. Um, I'm going to have you guys go into the the studio next here because I want you to listen to Coach Renee Lopez. She's an author of a book called Looking for a Full Ride that that all three of you, I really want you to listen to some of the things that she says because you're going to gain some really valuable knowledge into all this, she she met with a ton of coaches all over the country, from Division One to two to three to NAIA to Christian schools, and and talked about what they're looking for when they're going to offer somebody a scholarship. And she's going to be able to share that stuff with us on the other side of the break. Uh, Gerald, I'll say goodbye to you before you leave. But but for our listeners, you know, I appreciate you coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. Yeah, good luck the rest of the way, uh, uh, football wise. Yeah. Um, and and before before we go really quickly, your favorite memory of being part of St. John's football? Um, it's probably one day in practice. You know, uh, it was a tough day in school, a bunch of stuff going on. Everybody came back, you know, in a pissy attitude. So it was a bunch of fights that you know, not physically, but like verbally, yeah. and, you know, pushing that happened in the locker room. But you know, that probably we went out for practice, you know, squashed everything, and probably had the best practice we had. Came, came together as a team. Yeah, that it's amazing what what happens and what brings that. Um, it's really nice to meet you. I think yeah, I nice appreciate you your time, you guys. I'm gonna again put you in in the the studio next to us as we get to Coach Renee Lopez on the other side of the break. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local Pick and Save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Uh, welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz your girl's high, doing good? high School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local Pick and Save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, alongside the athletic director at Muskego High School, Ryan McMillan, head football coach at St. John's Northwestern Military Academy, Glenn Derby, and three of his student athletes that are in a different studio listening to our next guest, because all three coaches have said, "Look, I want to play football at the next level." 
All three of them. Correct. And this book that Renee Lopez has written is going to be so valuable for guys like us and student athletes like the three guys that were listening. Um, it just came out. It's ready. You can go on ReneeLopez.com to buy this book. It's called Looking for a Full Ride. Hey, Coach, how are you today? Good morning. Great to hear from you. It's so good to talk to you again. Um, in, Renee has been on one of my other shows called Faith in the Zone and, and, and shared a really strong testimony and, 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 and a servant leadership heart and a willingness to help um, kids as they go down this journey of trying to play at the next level. And it's a valuable book because of the amount of research that she has done. And again, I would highly recommend this. I have looked at it. I've got a copy that's coming in the mail that I can't wait to get. Hey, Coach, how long did it take you to put this, uh, all the information that you needed together for this book? Well, you know, it's been definitely a long process, a long journey. We've actually interviewed 65 college coaches and athletic directors, um, all different levels. Um, the SEC and the ACC to junior colleges and, um, and uh, Division threes, Division twos, NAIs. Um, in, uh, there were 65 college coaches and athletes from 19 different sports. And so about two and a half years is what it took for us. Obviously, I was a college coach for 14 years, and I also was an NCAA compliance director. So I kind of took a lot of my experience to put together and uh, getting the interviews and being able to really present an insider's recruiting guide. And so the idea is um, we wanted to present the information from the perspective of college coaches to advise kids on what they should be doing in order to get themselves seen and to be able to find a scholarship. Hey, Coach, uh, Glenn, you, you, um, you played at Wisconsin. I did. You were at, at Oconomowoc. So that recruiting process, you know, you're a Division, division one college football player. The, the majority of kids that want to play at the next level are not Division One college football players. And I don't know of a better guide than what Renee has done because I've looked at a number of transcripts on, on her book here to give kids 95% of the kids that aren't Division One and where colleagues are chasing them saying, hey, take our full ride. No, take our full ride. If you want to play at the next level and, and you need – kind of some information on how to go about doing that. Part of this, you know, she says, look, student athletes need to understand the number of student athletes who contact colleges in a given week. You have to find ways to stand out from the crowd in your initial email and your recruiting event. Nowadays, coach, they look at everything, social media and all that. And Renee's really put together all that information on what they, what are the do's and don'ts of this. Renee, during your, this process and, and this journey of writing this book, again, it's called Looking for a Full Ride. Were there some some surprises that, that popped in for you as far as what they look for when, when, when colleges recruit? Well, I think, you know, I don't know if it was necessarily a surprise because I, I did recruiting myself for so many years. But I think more of the consistency of coming from so many schools and, and coaches and athletic directors saying, yeah, there's a lot of talented athletes out there. And, yeah, there's, they have good students. But the reality is the make or break for most kids is things that are their character and how do they deal with adversity, as well as what do they do on social media, as we all know. And the idea is that many of these people don't realize um, that the impact that their decisions off the field actually make on a recruiter just cross them off a list. And that's so sad because so many athletes have great opportunities, but they don't even realize they were even on a list of a coach because they got crossed off because of things they did off the field or, or, you know, on social media, things like that. 
so, you know, I think it's um, the amount of coaches who came to be saying that. That part as well as the idea is that college coaches want to hear from the student-athletes. They don't want to hear from parents. And they want the student-athletes to initiate the process. And I think um, that was a, a resounding uh, common theme I kept having when, it, when I started interviewing many of these coaches, for sure. You know, it, it's interesting because I'm now a retired basketball coach, 36 years coaching, and I would tell these kids, look, when, when, when somebody comes to watch you play, when a college basketball pl- coach comes to watch you play, he or she knows already that you can play, or they wouldn't take the time to come watch, and they, they come 20 minutes before game time because they want to know how you're going to warm up, how you're going to d- initiate contact yes. with with people in the crowd, if you're goofing around, if you're serious, if you're going to talk to the coach, if he talks to you, how, you know, all of that other stuff, Renee. And this book is something that that you address with with all of that, correct? Absolutely. You know, I think a lot of it is including that we we speak about is leadership characteristics as well as the nonverbals that go on, but also how are you dealing with adversity? So when an official makes a bad call. How do you respond? Because we want to make sure that you're going to respond positively if you're playing for our college team as, you know, college coaches. That's what we're looking at and saying, okay, well, we're all going to have setbacks in games or, or competitions, whatever it may be, whatever sport you're in, is the idea you're going to have setbacks. Well, how do you respond to it? And college coaches are really looking for kids that can handle adversity in a positive way and use it as something to propel them forward in the middle of the mat. Or maybe it's you know maybe they get a setback and getting a, a, a not so great uh, grade on their on their chemistry test, right? Things like that. But the idea of how do we help them push forward? Um, and I think that's really a big characteristic that college coaches are looking for, um, as well in their leadership to be able to help lead others in those types of situations as well. Hey, in in the book, and we're talking to author uh, Renee Lopez. And again, you can uh, check her out reneelopez.com. You can order the book; it's now available to be ordered. And and I would recommend to coaches. Um, I don't know if Renee's going to give uh, any kind of volume discounts, but if I was, you know, still coaching, I would look to buy 15, 20, 30 of these books to be able to hand out to my seniors. To say, look, you continually tell me that you want to play at the next level. You know what? Here's a way for you to stand out because on the top of this book it says how to quadruple your chances at an athletic scholarship because she's done all the work for you. Renee, again, two and a half years of getting all this work done to be able to put it into one book to say, look, if you want to, if you're looking to play at Division One, Two, Three, NAIA, Christian schools, this really gives you a chance to kind of step out and 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 be ahead of the game. Um, Renee, if, if and we only have a few more minutes, what what is the the most when people are going to pick up the book? What do you think the best information for for parents and student athletes to be able to to stand out is? Well, that's a great question. I do want to clarify. You gave out the wrong um, website address, so I want to make sure we clarify that. It's uh, uh, rlopezcoaching.com, rlopezcoaching.com, or you can find the book at lookingforafullride.com. I think you, you mentioned a different website. No, I said, yeah, I said reneelopez.com. I'm sorry, it's rlopez.com. rlopezcoaching.com. Boy, you and I have been text met, or I am messaging back and forth. How did I not get that? Boy, you gave it to me three. No you gave it to me three times. That's on me. I'm sorry. No worries. But the book title is "Looking for a Full Ride," um, and uh, you can also find that on, on my website too. But I'm sorry. Going back to your question, you know, I think the idea is 
um, you know, I think just in order to separate yourself as an athlete, you know, I think you have to start the process early. A lot of kids think let's just wait till their senior year. And more and more schools want to know who you are earlier in the process. And I recommend during freshman, sophomore years of high school, um, if it's something you're interested in doing, to be able to send out some video clips to coaches, just get on the radar, go to some camps, things like that to be able to stand out. But also making sure that you're sending emails every couple of weeks, every couple of months, uh, depending on when you are in that age group. And just even if you don't get responses back from the coaches, just keep, let's keep uh, contacting them, be on their radar so they know who you are, and then you can translate the process down the road. And so, you know, but obviously uh, my book will help you guys through that and walk you through every single part of the process from A to Z. And uh, would love for you guys to check that out. Again, looking for a full ride. ArtLopezCoaching.com. Uh, the, the thing about ArtLopezCoaching.com is, for me, what caught me th- this morning was the amount of blogs that she had with really really good information on on that our lopez uh, coaching.com go to the blog section and and there's a number of really good blogs uh, the name of the book is looking for a full ride again author of uh, renee lopez uh, thank you so much i really appreciate your time i would love to have you back on in a few weeks to then start talking about some of the basketball players in this area and give them an idea on what the book offers them absolutely well thank you so much for having me and i appreciate the opportunity to be able to help influence kids. You bet. com. Guys, let's get to a break. Other side of the break, we are going to talk with uh, our team of the week. We're hoping to talk to our coach from our we're team gonna of the week. We're going to try. We're also going to talk to our pick and save student athlete of the week. I want to thank uh, Coach Lopez. Again, it's ourlopezcoaching.com and Gerald Gittens, who came in uh, in studio and he's heading out. I want to thank him as well. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show. Presented by your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. It's time to hear from some of the best high school football coaches in the area. That's love. Come on. It's the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show. All right, nice job, fellas. Presented by your local pick and save stores. Let's turn it over to Muskego Athletic Director Ryan McMillan. Don't let one play affect the next one. Just learn from it. And the fans' high school insider, big time Mike McGivern. Well, welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Mike McGivern, alongside my co-host, he's the athletic director at Muskego. He's Ryan McMillan, head football coach at St. John's Northwestern Military Academy. He's Glenn Derby. Well, I'll tell you, that book that Renee Lopez has written um, is going to be so valuable. What a guide, you know, for, for kids and parents and grandparents that are looking for kids to play at the next level yeah outstanding there's a lot of that stuff needed right now because there's a lot of misinformation running around a ton a ton and you know kids are always thinking well they should be calling me they should be reaching out to me or how come my coach isn't look she says look you got to have you got to be able to go after this yourself sometimes one of the 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 parts of, of her website she basically says look this is the type of email you should send you know what do it professionally if, if you're not quite sure how, then find somebody who, who can help you and do it professionally so it's not, you know, the, the words aren't spelled wrong. You're, you know, you're not putting bad, any kind of film up there unless it, it highlights you to be able to play at the next level. Yeah, I mean, she uh, she obviously has done her homework and she's got a lot of great experiences behind her, so it uh, it will be good to see. 
She's got some energy, too. You can tell that as well. Yeah. <laughs> no, she has a lot. Of, she's not happy with me that I got that website wrong. <laughs> it's all good. She corrected you, so hey, it's all all right. Hey, we're going off the grid a little bit on this next one. What team stood out from the rest? What team took their game to another level on the field, court, or in their community? Because these are my streets. Let's find out who is this week's UW Credit Union Team of the Week. UW Credit Union, for secure mobile banking that's easy to use. Join UW Credit Union. So uh, UW Credit Union, um, we, we pick a team of the week in the first six weeks. We were picking football teams. Yep. And w- when we went to them and p- pitched them this idea, I said, look, we're going to pick you know, other sports as well. And first six weeks, um, we picked football teams. <laughs> this week, we're going off the grid a little bit. And uh, I went, came to you and said, look, I've been doing some research, and the girls' tennis team is awfully good by you. Absolutely. First time school history. They won the sectional. They're going to team state. And uh, what's their record? Their record something like uh, 21 and 1 or something, undefeated in the class gate. And uh, so it, it the more the most difficult part of this has been getting the coach to come on. Sue, congratulations. How are you? Hi, I'm doing great. Hey, Thank you. you bet. So our UW Credit Union Team of the Week is the girls' tennis team at Muskego High School. Hey, Coach, did you know coming into this year that you guys had a chance to be this good? Uh, you know, I wasn't sure uh, we were going to be this good. I knew we were going to be very good, and, of course, we have to see how we matched up against other teams. But uh, I had high hopes. Uh, I, I'm not sure I really thought we might make it to, to team state, but uh, I had high hopes for the team. Coach, talk a little bit about some of the individuals on your team. You know, who's who, who plays one, who plays two? Okay. Uh, Elizabeth Sobieski, uh, who is a uh, sophomore, uh, plays number one for us. Uh, Michelle Pan is number two. Christina Pan is number three in singles. That singles lineup is really incredible. They have they lost four matches between those three girls all season. So they're just uh, pulling in wins and wins uh, game after game. Boy, that's awesome. How long have you coached tennis? I've been at Muskego for 18 years. Man, good for you. You know, that's awesome. How healthy is the program? Do you have a lot of girls that are playing? Well, we got a fantastic program. I think we had close to uh, 70 girls uh, in, in the program. We had so many girls, we actually had to divide them up into teams between a varsity, two JV teams, and a freshman team. Sue, there are other tennis coaches um, throughout the state that listen to this show that are shaking their head going, oh, man, I wish I had problems like that. You know, I really do. Good for you to, to, to build such a good program and have kids develop. This sophomore, Elizabeth, who's only a sophomore, um, that that's a little unusual to have a team as good as your team and have a sophomore leading it, right? Yeah, and she also has a, a twin sister, uh, Lauren Sobieski, who is also uh, our one doubles player. And uh, she and Maddie Taboyak are our number, our number one doubles team, and they are undefeated, so we... We are really proud of them as well. Hey, Sue, so I've always wanted to ask this question. I hope it doesn't sound like a stupid question, but it, it, are there kids that are just, their skill set is better to be a doubles player, um, or do you take really good singles players and teach them how to play to be doubles players? Um, you know, uh, usually you can teach them to be doubles players, but usually a doubles player has to be very aggressive at the net. 
that's almost a natural thing. So as a coach, we kind of look at those kids who are just naturally want to get to the ball and put it away. So it, you can learn it, but it's, it's much better if you kind of have that, that innate uh, drive to, to crush the ball. I always thought I'd be a better doubles player because <laughs> I don't have to run as much. I'm slow, and I could let my partner take all the long balls and stuff like that. So, yeah, well, you, I, get, you got to run down a little bit too. Yeah, you know? yeah maybe. I, I, want, I want my doubles players both at the net. So if a ball goes over, you got to run. Maybe singles or doubles. Is there a, a thing that I could have two other partners? Could we play triples or something? <laughs> hey Sue, I I can't wait to send the people from UW Credit Union. What's going to happen? I don't know when. When is the state tournament? Uh, oh, boy. The state tournament is, uh, you know, I don't have that in front that, of me. Uh, so Friday, 25th of October okay, is team. Ryan. Yeah, I okay. don't have that in front of me. Friday the 25th. That's why we have yeah. the, the AD from so Muskego be, sitting that's in. Team state, that's team state uh, will be there. And, uh, yeah, I'm really, uh, I'm really excited um, about this team and, and to be there uh, first time ever. Hey. And to, the, to, knock out, to knock out two of the legends uh, who usually, you know, are the sectional champs in this, which is uh, Whitefish Bay and Nicolet. And I think ever since I can remember, ever since I've been coaching, it's usually been one of those two teams who have won the sectional. So it's kind of nice for, That's uh, awesome. for us to step in there. Hey, Sue, were you, so you guys practice this upcoming week? Do you guys practice right after school? Yeah, we practice right after school. Um, we probably will be doing um, a lot of indoor practicing now. It's getting kind of cold and yep. windy, and especially the uh, individual state and the state tournament is played in Madison at the Nielsen uh, Tennis Center. And that's an indoor facility. So it plays a little bit different when you're used to playing in the wind. The ball kind of, you know, bounces one way. So sure. we're going to be probably taking the kids uh, uh, indoors this week hey, to play and next week as well. Sue, what I'll do is reach out to you early next week. And, and what we do is we've got a beautiful trophy for you, um, courtesy of UW Credit Union and our friends at Ideal Logos and Awards. And we will have somebody from UW Credit Union, either myself or Chris Kavadovic, um, who's a sales guy here, will come to your to one of your practices, and we'll we'll take all of about three minutes to just say congratulations to you, your staff, and your team, and drop off this beautiful trophy from UW Credit Union. Congratulations on being our, our team of the week. Oh, thank you so much. We are very touched by that, and I'm sure that the team will be be very, very proud and appreciative. Sue, thanks for thanks for picking your phone up. Okay. Because I know that was maybe an issue. So I really, you did great, <laughs> Sue. You did great. I, I'm the one that used to hide in the in the back when there was a speech to be given. You know? Well, <laughs> you know what? On on the phone, no worries. I'm 100 percent Irish, Sue. My last name is McGivern, which means I I'll talk enough for both of us. No worries okay. there. Absolutely. Okay. And McMillan doesn't mind talking either. Okay, thank you very much. You bet, Sue. Thank you very much. Boy, that's awesome. Hey, she and she's a modest lady, as you can tell. Like, she got here 18 years ago, and they told her, you know, talk about giving her that beautiful trophy from UW Credit Union. She went over to her trophy cabinet, and there's nothing in it. Like, they said, here's your trophy cabinet. She's looking, like, which one? And she looked at it, and there's, there's other stuff in it. There's no tennis stuff in it. Oh, and so she's like... This is mine? She's like, yeah. So then she started working on it. And her and her assistant, Rick Hayes, one of the most loyal, I mean, salt-of-the-earth type people, the two of them together have been steady through this whole thing, and they just slowly built it over time. So who is this week's Student Athlete of the Week? Who's making a difference in their community? 
in their classroom, and on the court. Let's meet the Pick and Save High School Student Athlete of the Week. Brought to you by your local Pick and Save stores, where Wisconsin saves on groceries. So Glenn Derby, head football coach at St. John's Northwestern Military Academy, asked you to, to get me a Pick and Save Student Athlete of the Week. He said, look, I got a number of people that we could give that award to. We got some kids that take care of their business in the classroom and on the field. And uh, and Donnie Austin was a kid that you said, you know, this is the kid I think that, that we should probably celebrate what he's doing. So we've uh, made a phone call out to Donnie. He's joining us right now. Hey, Donnie, how you doing today? Good, how are you? Good. So um, your coach puts you up for, uh, for an award that we do every week here called the Pick and Save Student Athlete of the Week. And uh, first and foremost, congratulations on, on winning that award this week. Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, hey, talk about it without the team. That's awesome. Talk about the the motivation for you to be such a good student athlete, to take care of your business in the classroom. Where did that come from? Um, just you know, studying. Like if if I don't study, then if I'm not getting the good grades that I'm supposed to be getting, I won't be able to play on the field. And if I can't play on the field, I can't put it all out there for my team. Right. Well, so you, so you understand that it's uh, it's not your right to play football. It's, it's a privilege. You earn yeah, the privilege yeah. by taking care of your business in the classroom. Donnie, where yeah. are you from originally? I'm from Heartland. All right, so a little bit different. Not from Mexico, New York City, or California like our <laughs> other guys. Yeah, no. No, and, and so your parents get to come out and watch you play football? Yeah, all the time. They're they're there every game. Boy, that's that's awesome. What your favorite subject? Oh, uh, math. Do you, do you know what's gonna uh, what's going on for you next year yet? Um. Yeah, I know that I'm gonna be coming back to St. John's. Um. Hopefully, just you know, building on this atmosphere that uh, Coach Derby and Mike think Coach Mike think are um, putting around us. Man, that's good. Hey, here's what go as our pick and save student athlete of the week. Um, I'm gonna get your phone number from Coach. And you and I and, and maybe some of your teammates, and we'll invite your, your, your family as well, we'll meet at the closest pick-and-save to the school, which I think is in Delafield. Um, okay. And I have a beautiful plaque for you. Uh, we'll get pictures of, of you and, and uh, your coaches and family, and it'll go on our website, and it'll go on pick-and-save's Facebook page because we really celebrate young student-athletes. And, and Donnie Austin, you are our pick-and-save student-athlete of the week. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, is the team allowed to come with because like uh like i said before you know can have done it without them 100 percent. yeah we're gonna invite okay. all of them and okay, any of them sure. that can, can yeah if they can get off campus and they can head over to that pick and save i'd like to get them all there donnie yeah. i really would yeah, i would really like that hey okay. coach, yes. coach think about what what he just said yes he didn't say about he said hey what what time can i get my award what time can i get my plaque what time do you want to take pictures of me his first question was can my team come with me? That, that, that's awesome, and I think that's some of the things that we're trying to instill in the kids, to you know that it is a team game, and with the team we can go a lot further than individuals. And Donnie's he's doing a. I'm not a stats guy. I'm an offensive lineman, so you know I don't know a lot about stats, but I know Donnie's close to a thousand yards, and he's got a ton of touchdowns, and he always talks about his line. And as a lineman. I had some great backs, and I loved whenever they said, you know, I couldn't have done it without my line. And I think those are the kinds of kids that we want in the sports and uh, in all the all the athletics. Ryan, how impressive is that? First, not the question of, of, you know, me, me, me. It's 
All right, I'll I'll meet you over there, but I got to bring my boys with me. Super impressive. I think I've been with you now for three years doing the show, and that's the first time I've heard anything like that. And he didn't even let you like lead him to that. No, he he took it right there, and that's a strong advocate. I like it. He didn't even know we were calling him five minutes ago. <laughs> he didn't. We right? I finally said, "Hey, I need that kid's number," and and thank goodness that one of the boys had his number. Hey, Donnie, I'll be in touch this week. I really appreciate your time, and uh, we'll get over to the pick and save, and, and I'll shake your hand and hand, hand that plaque off. We lost Donnie, so that's what we'll do. Okay. Hey, thank you for, yes. for, for doing that. Yes. And uh, you and I will make sure that you guys, and, and if some of these boys can join him, it sounds like he would he would enjoy that. Absolutely. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, Troy Schaefer, MilwaukeeShirtGuys.com is in studio. want to thank him. He's a presenting sponsor of our Friday Night Scoreboard Show. And there's a lot of stuff that we do here that we couldn't do without uh, a great partner like Troy Schaefer at MilwaukeeShirtGuys.com. So we're going to thank him on the other side of the break. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by our local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern alongside Ryan McMillan. He's the AD at Muskego and my co-host, also joined by the head football coach at St. John's Northwestern Military Academy, former Badger, former New Orleans Saints, Packers. Packers. He is Glenn Derby. We're also joined by a, a true partner of a lot of the stuff that I do here. And uh, I can't thank Troy Schaefer and the people at MilwaukeeShirtGuys.com more. Troy, it's good to see you. Good to see you. How you been? Been awesome, man. Yeah. How you been? Good. Family's good? Family's great. Man, daughter's just gorgeous. Ah, oh, she's grown up way too quick. Yeah, she is. Yeah, you know what? I Again, we're Facebook friends, so I get a chance to see. And I'll tell you what, she has... Uh, She's the twinkle in your eye. She could take your car right now if she wanted. Oh, yeah. She's out right now. Driving down Highway 100, missing barrels. How old is she? She's uh, four. She's four. Four years old, but man, I'll tell you what. That's awesome. She's got those eyes, and she's just, she looks a lot like his wife, who's beautiful, and she's just a. uh, Thank God it doesn't look like me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I didn't say that because you're you're a sponsor. I I can admit it. You're a sponsor. Hey, let's talk, and I want to thank you. You are the uh, presenting sponsor of the Friday Night Scoreboard Show, where I get 21, 22, 23 guys at different games. We gear them up with, with gear from MilwaukeeShirtGuys.com, and you you are the presenting sponsor of that show. And I wanted to just have you come in and say thank you for that, and then talk a little bit about your business. I told these two guys prior to, to, to me putting you on the air that I have, because of my background, I've worked with companies for a long time that do with what you do. And I've never stayed with anybody as long as I've stayed with you. So we're, we're like dating, man. And um, only, and I'll tell you the reason why. One, because you're local. You're right here. Two, that you guys are always on time. You're very competitive price-wise. And everything is done correctly. Like, I don't think once I've ever had to send anything back. And so I really appreciate how hard you guys work. Oh, we appreciate working with you. We've been together, what, seven, eight years? Yeah, yep. And um, we started in 06, and it was a, it was a, we started in a basement, my partner Ross and I, and uh, we we just kind of started slinging t-shirts, you know, out of duffel bags right. and down at Miller Park and that kind of thing, and uh, kind of grew and got a customer base, and um, you guys really helped legitimize the business when we got rolling. 
and now we we we've moved in. We're out in Franksville. Uh, we we do all kinds of um, projects from landscapers, different kinds of businesses, schools. Uh, we can help with uh, online e-commerce sales. You could help with military academies. M- military academies, <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying, Glenn. Coach Fink, here we go. Here we go, Coach. Yeah, Fink, you know what? Yeah, you're getting a call from me and Troy Schaefer, you know, sometime next week. Um, when you – there was a while there that that you were like, hey, look, we'll, we'll do small jobs, we'll do big jobs – at this point now, you're 20, uh, 25 pieces, 50 pieces and above? Yeah, we're, we're anywhere. We f- Give us a holler for, for any project you got. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll try and walk you through it and do my best I can to point you in the right direction, and we can do everything from design and all that. doesn't matter really how small. But, you know, wheelhouse is somewhere between 24 pieces to a couple thousand, um, all in-house. Uh, got an auto and uh, a couple manuals, digital printing, and... Um, but yeah, no job's really too small. Give me a holler, and uh, I'll do my best to point you in the right direction. You go to MilwaukeeShirtGuys.com. Again, his name is Troy Schaefer, and and this is the guy that uh, if you have any questions, you have any uh, any ideas for him, you do. Let's talk about booster clubs, churches, schools, events, construction companies, remodelers. All of that is kind of your wheelhouse, correct? Yeah, a- yeah, absolutely. Um, we can help you design a logo. Uh, Go ahead and give me a give me a call. We can turn it around within you know seven to ten days. Then uh, and what, whatever you're looking for for a business, it's really what you're doing. You're wearing an advertisement for your own business or booster club or or school or what have you. And, or uh, military academy. Or, or military academy, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, come on, man. I got it. Good. I got it. I got it. You know, you know, Coach Fink's listening. Yeah, I'm sure he is. Troy yes. Schaefer, MilwaukeeShirtGuys.com. Hey, Troy, when. Um, this time of year, busy time for you? Uh, it's starting to wind down. It was uh, we've had a, a really great season um, between St. Patty's Day and uh, Halloween is usually pr- pretty pretty packed up, and then it kind of fades off January, February a little bit slower. But uh, yeah, we've had a great year and uh, a lot of met with a lot of great people. Boy, and, uh, yeah, really. I can't really thank you enough. For for the, the the partnership that 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 you show me and show us here at Entercom, from the golf outing to the high school stuff and everything in between, you know, I understand that our on air people every once in a while, you know, get you involved in some projects. Oh yeah, it's just, good time. Yeah, yeah. kind of. I shake my head and walk away from some of it. That's the young people I do. You go ahead and do what you got to do, uh, but you guys get pretty creative on some of the stuff that that you do, and that, and that's pretty cool. You have fun doing this. Oh yeah, it's a blast. It's uh. Like I say, we meet great people like you, Mike. Yeah, they, they, I would thank never you. met you if it wasn't for the for the Milwaukee shirt guy uh, business. You never know. You, you, yeah, probably <laughs> not. But we probably don't run in the same circles. Yeah, no, you but brush me been, off. I get it. We've cool. married people now. Yeah, I did that. You you did it. Yeah, you, you yeah, some two tips and it worked out. Yeah, two two weddings. That was uh, that was that was a lot of fun. Two weeks ago today, Adam and Christy deputy, and they're still married. Two Whoa. weeks, yeah. That's, that's got to be some kind of record. That's got for me. No, it's 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 awesome. Hey, um, again, MilwaukeeShirtGuys.com. He's Troy Schaefer. I I can't recommend him enough. So if if you're looking for shirts, t-shirts, you guys just you don't do like um pens and all that. No, not right now. We we don't do you know pens or phone cases, things like that. Right. Mainly shirts. Shirts, sweatshirts, sweatshirts yeah. yep, um, work shirts. You do a lot of the neon colors now for construction guys, oh, right? Oh yeah, yeah. It's uh, big. Yeah, big time. Come uh, July, big season for 
for neon work. The cool part is a lot of people reorder. It makes yeah. it easy. That, oh, yeah. You get it done right the first time and every time. And, and again, he's a local guy. Where'd you go to high school? Franklin. He's a sailor. We'll be seeing each other in a few weeks here. There's no doubt. Yeah, I think so. Unless Franklin gets, they might be D2. Oh, oh really? That's what I thought. Well, Looking maybe. at that, they're right. Kind that'd of be there. nice. <laughs> yeah, I think they. Well, I don't. I think they'd probably say that'd be nice too. You right. know, the other one, Catholic Memorials, might be four. Wow, because they're right on the border. Yeah. Oh my That's goodness. Crazy. Hey, Mike. You know what's cool about his story is? Have you ever watched that ESPN uh, Thirty for Thirty Catholics versus Convicts? The T-shirt. I, yes. It's like when he <laughs> talks about going out to Miller Park and slinging T-shirts, yes. and this thing just takes off. Like that's storybook line right off of that show. Yeah, that guy. I was on that show. Sorry, I didn't <laughs> want to say it. But <laughs> All right, there you go. <laughs> he was on the convict side. Yeah. I was on. Catholic there you go. <laughs> side. Pushing right, but not running in the same circles. Okay, Mike. There it is. No <laughs> doubt. That. Have you seen that episode, by the way? I have not, no. You, you have to, because I'm telling you, you'll go nuts. It's, this, it's the same story. It's awesome. He's, he was slinging them, and he got in some trouble, though. Yeah. Because he didn't really make the company, and he there were people kind of going after him, and he came up with a T-shirt, and it was Notre Dame against Miami, and it was Catholic against the convicts, Uh-oh. and they sold... He was selling shirts like crazy. And he was running back to Chicago to just get them printed quick, and he came back with boxes out of the back of his car, and it just flew off the rails. Yeah, it's awesome. it was like real similar like that. We we were down over by Blue See? Mound. We started with St. Patty's Day, then we were doing, you know, what can Braun do for you? Right. Party like it's 82. We did all that. Yeah. And then uh, kind of went from there. Yeah, then they became a real company because, <laughs> you know what, they didn't want any trademark issues. Yeah, right. No cease and assist. No, cease, no cease and desist for you. <laughs> Yeah. This We're guy out. got a couple of those, by the way. Yeah, we, we decided to wrap it up and figure out our own way. There you there. go. It's all right. It wasn't Troy Schaefer back then, by the way, if you're listening. No, if was, you're still uh, chasing yeah. him, that's awesome. <laughs> I also uh, supply him with bail money when some of this stuff happens. So, <laughs> Troy, thanks a lot. It's good to see you. MilwaukeeShirtGuys.com. It's good to be here on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Look at you. Do I got you. a job? Do I got you, a job here? You do not. Right. Go get some shirts. <laughs> yeah, go, go get your uh, shine box. Is that oh, what that is? That a good fellow? Oh, man. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football <laughs> Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Uh, welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The fan, man, I like Troy Schaefer. MilwaukeeShirtGuys.com. He's just one of my favorite people in the world. Um, cares a lot about, he has fun, cares a lot about his clients, cares a ton about his family, and uh, takes care of all of it. He's a busy guy and gets everything done on time. It's done right at a reasonable cost, go to MilwaukeeShirtGuys.com. In studio with me, and we haven't spent nearly enough time to talk about this uh, this roster, Coach. Um, these guys you brought in are great, and we're going to get to the two guys that are still here and talk to them about their their uh, favorite memories so far. they got a lot of football to play yet. Their favorite memory of playing high school football at Delafield St. John's. But we haven't talked about some of the other kids on this roster that make, that make you guys go. I get out and watch you guys play. Who else am I going to be seeing? Well, we've got a lot of great athletes um, that have come on this year. We had some really good athletes that graduated last year, 
And, um, you know, that's, that's something as a coach that you don't really get to control. Right. You know, and so we, we try to control as much as we can, but when you get some great athletes like we have, it, it can become special. Um, you know, Donnie, you heard, heard from earlier, our player of the week, he has a twin brother, Philip, who is a very good athlete and is a big part of our team. We've got a kid from uh, Muskego who is a, was a phenomenal basketball player and um, has decided he, he really loves football, but he wasn't going to go out because, you know, he's afraid to get hurt. And, you know, football, sometimes people think you're always going to get hurt, but you don't. It's the same in any sport. And, and fortunately, Brandon Podzinski uh, came out and is doing a phenomenal Boys, job. He, he is good. He, He's a great athlete. So I met his dad yes. um, at Brookfield Academy. And his dad went on to tell me that he didn't even want to play in basketball because he was a really good baseball player. He can play wherever he wants. He could go football, basketball, baseball. No question. He's a he's a he's a special kid. Um, we also have another kid, Hayden Bench, who was our quarterback last year, and this year he's moved to uh, slot and is doing a. He's a great athlete. We have some young guys that we talked about earlier. Some freshmen. Uh, Miles Cruz is a is a young guy. He's he's learning the game. You know, hadn't played a lot, and he's he's playing. Nolan Fritchie, he's a senior. Uh, he's he's doing a great job. And D.C. Jensen is a senior who's had a lot of a lot of um, issues that we've had to work through with him as far as like learning the game, learning how to play, learning to be a team player. He had a phenomenal game last night and has has done a, a really good job for us. So yeah, we've got and then we've got you know a bunch of linemen. We've got uh, Ezra June from um, China. He's a short little guy that plays nose guard for us. He, he the five eight, watch. the five eight one fifty. Yeah, he plays nose tackle. He plays nose tackle for us. Yes, and sometimes he'll even play defensive end. Believe it or not, and really. Does, he's just a he's got a motor that you want in a kid, and he just goes 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 goes. And what a what a great kid he is. Um, got some other kids that um, you know. Rolf is a phenomenal offensive and defensive lineman that you guys met earlier. Yeah, we're hey, going to talk to um, him. What a nice young man yeah. he is. And, and Ricardo's a great center linebacker. We've got a tackle uh, freshman, um, Colin. Colin is, is doing a great job. And, you know, it's just fun to watch these guys. And, you know, we got a kid from Mexico, Hazul Rodriguez, who he struggles a little bit with the language and, you know, understanding what to do. But we just tell him to go go have fun. And he's making tackles all over the field. He doesn't do what he's supposed to do all the time, but he's making tackles all over the place. So we just turn him loose. Let you him know? go. Let him go. Let him go. Let him you go. You know what? Go get the ball. Exactly. Right? Go tackle yes. the ball, young yeah. man. Don't worry about anything else. Just go tackle the ball. You just go get it, and he does. So yeah, it's been it's been a lot of fun. Hey, how is the um, how is the 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 kids on campus embrace this team? You know, I think at first there was a lot of surprise because, you know, they, they've struggled for a few years. Yes, and, they have. And the fact that, you know, last year we actually got a couple wins in, and then this year we're just doing, I mean, you know, um, to win as many games as we've won and to win against some very good football teams has been pretty impressive. And last year you'd see maybe 15, 20 people in the stands. This year, you know, we might have even gotten up around 100. Good. You know, and there's a lot of a lot of the kids from the campus that are coming and they're marching and they're shouting and yelling and screaming, and we've actually kind of got a student section now, which is pretty cool. That is cool. Yeah. I, Coach, I, Coach had um, Martin Luther last four years, and the first game, they had won two games in three years. First game we had, we played Milwaukee School of the Arts. I do a high school basketball coaches show. And I didn't know School of the Arts had a team. Okay. And that was our first game. And we had anywhere from five to 10 students show up. Last year, you couldn't get in. Right. You could not get in. 
and they the the, the student sections at Martin Luther uh, for the football game on Thursday night it was packed, and same thing. You know they didn't get a lot of people, and all of a sudden what happens? You start you know these kids they start getting some wins, and now they start saying, well come watch us play. You should be part of this thing. We can't do this. Come out and be part of it, and now it becomes the thing to do. Yep. You and, and at and at St. John's it's study. Right, watch a little TV maybe, and, and or go or go play football. You don't watch TV. There's no TVs there. Oh, I'm sure there's TVs there. You guys watch TVs, right? It's restricted. Oh, it's, oh, it's restricted. restricted. Oh. So, so study or go watch football. Let's yeah. go watch a football team. Right. In fact, let's not just go watch. Let's join and be part of this thing. Um, I think would be definitely the way to go. You talked about Coach Fink a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, who else on your staff? We've got Coach Groff, who was a longtime uh, offensive coordinator at Kettle Moraine. He's doing a, an outstanding job. Uh, Mike Fink is our uh, defensive coordinator. He has assistants, uh, Dan Goodman and Jeff Weiss, who phenomenal job. We have Mark Moldenhauer, who helps our receivers and our special teams. Um, I couldn't ask for a better staff. You know, when, when Mike asked me to come coach, I didn't really know who I was going to have choices of getting staff and most of these guys Mike knew and he brought them on and so you know I couldn't it's just been an awesome experience with these guys hey um you know I ask this a lot and people always say yes but I don't know if they really mean it did you want your kids to play multiple sports absolutely I'm a huge fan of multiple multi-sport athletes I think you know as a kid you only have so many opportunities to compete and you want to give kids as many opportunities to compete because whether you're competing in basketball tennis football soccer uh, lacrosse, whatever it is, you learn so many things about competing that are going to help you in whatever your main sport is. So, these coaches that want to single sport do it and you know work on in the off season on their sing, like basketball, you know, as a big one or, or or baseball, you're taking away from a lot of the kids' opportunities to learn how to compete and compete to go to the next level. You have to know how to compete. Yeah, I and agree I don't with think that. a lot of these uh, kids are getting as enough times to compete and learn how to actually compete and work harder than the other team. So. I'm all about multi-sport athletes. Hey, as we ta- as we uh, thank Troy Schaefer for being a partner with what we are with MilwaukeeShirtGuys.com, Wendy sponsors um, you coming in. And Wendy's been a part of everything that I do on, in high school athletics for years. And uh, as they sponsor you, they give me uh, a number of combo meals. Oh. And I will hand off these to you. And okay. yeah, your family's listening? Uh, yeah, I would assume so. Your staff fell asleep. Is, your staff is they, hopefully not. Your staff's <laughs> right. listening. Yeah, players probably yeah, listen. Absolutely. So they all know you've got these now. Uh oh. So it's going to be up to you what you want to do with them. Okay. Coach McMillan and I are available. Okay. So <laughs> yeah, Jeff Orlowski, yeah. if you you know, but families, staff, they're all listening. So you'll make the decision on okay. on that. You got a couple of players sitting behind you. If you want to uh, get them lunch, that's up to you. But I want to thank our friends at Wendy's for giving you these combo meals and you do what you want. You know, Wendy's believes in in giving back to the community a lot. And uh, they've been a great sponsor of ours. Um, On the other side of the break, we're going to ask our two two players that are still in studio with me, Rolf um, and Ricardo, to join us. And I'm going to ask them their favorite memory of playing high school football at St. John's Northwest Military Academy. We'll do that on the other side of the break. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan.
Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local Pick and Save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The fan. I want to thank Ryan McMillan, my co-host, just about each and every week, man. He's a good man. He is a good man. He, I, I'm a big fan of his, and I have been since the first time I met him. And uh, when when he took the job over at Muskego, I called him. I said, hey, what do you think about being my co-host? He's like, really? I go, yeah. He um, Through that whole Wanake program, I think he sees things very clearly, right or wrong, very clearly, and he's able to, to communicate his feelings and his thoughts and uh, – I, I like that. I think he does a great job. He's Muskego, obviously, is doing quite well, and and he's a big part of that. Yes, he he's a, he loves sports, and I got a I got the uh, opportunity to work with him for a year, so I know him pretty well too. Yeah, it's good. Hey, so I like doing this uh, the last segment, and uh, I like asking players their favorite memory. They've got a lot of football to be played uh, yet, and so we're not saying the season is going to be over, but so far in your career, and I'm going to start with Ricardo Barnes, your career playing football at St. John's, your favorite memory of playing is, is what so far? So far, it's um, our homecoming game last week. How it, it was terrible weather. It was raining. It was cold. Nobody wanted to be out there. We didn't even have many fans due to the fact that there was so much rain. Right. And so how we came out there and Coach Derbs and everybody else said the day before, it's going to suck. The ra- There's going to be rain. It's going to be cold. You know, you guys are going to have to suck it up. And that's what we did. We went out and played, and we had one heck of a game. Hope Christian. Yes, they, didn't, they didn't want to be there. That, it didn't seem like they it. Did not, <laughs> they didn't want to go home because it was raining. You beat them 54-24 on, uh, on homecoming. That's a really good memory. And, and look, you look outside, and you, you go outside. Uh, Thursday night, I'm the sideline reporter, and it was raining pretty good this last Thursday night. And... I'm not sure I wanted to be there in the beginning, but it was a really good game. I kind of forgot it was even raining, to be honest with you, and and uh, it was a good game to be at. So thank you for that memory, Ralph. Your favorite memory so far? Mm, we had um, Brookfield Academy game, and it was like the game was like really straight up. We were head to head, you know. At the end, we won, and like the final, like after game, it was too, everyone was too emotional. So I saw a friend was crying. Was oh, that's good. <laughs> because that's a good team Easy. to be. They're good, right? Yeah. That, that's a good football team right there. Coach, your favorite memory so far in, in year two. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's going to be a long career if you want it to be over there. But so far with this group, what would your favorite memory be? Well, there, there's a ton of favorite memories I have with the kids and some of the over, you know, the adversity that they've overcome. But to be honest with you, as you asked me this earlier, I started thinking about it, and the one thing that keeps coming to my mind is remembering last year when we would have games, and I, you know, people talked about how cool it would be to have all the the cadets at the game, and they would do different things. And to be honest with you, they didn't show up that often. But uh, last week, I think it was last week or the week before, I looked over in the end zone, and um, there had to be 30, 40, maybe even 50 cadets that were all lined up, and they were all doing their thing, and you know, we had cannons blasting, you know, blowing off, and I'm thinking, man, this can become a really cool Friday night, Friday afternoon experience um, if we keep going the way we're going and, and Coach Fink keeps doing the things he's doing. It's going to be a fun atmosphere with the whole military thing and with the, you know, the cannons and the cadets all dressed up and, and things. I thought it just, to me, it looked like it was a really cool, which I, I 
when I took the job, I never even thought about that. Right. And that, that was, so that was kind of a cool memory for me to see that and see it start to unfold. Um, I, friends of mine from high school, I went a week ago today. There was a fundraiser for a little second grader out uh, with the junior chiefs, the Heartland Arrowhead okay. group. And um, uh, Emma is her name, and she's in second grade, and, and um, they, were, they had a fundraiser going for her. And he, uh, people I went to high school with, Dave and, and Kim Volk, um, their son played at Northern Illinois, Jared Volk. Big, yes, I know, I know big lineman, yeah. 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 And I said, hey, that would be so cool to travel. And they said, yeah. And Kim told me, she said, the, the coolest part for me, excuse me, <coughs> the coolest part for me is we went to play Army. And so we went to, to, to um, where they play, and, and she said all the cadets were there. And she said they started a chant in the crowd, beat Navy, beat Navy. And she said, I said to one kid, we're Northern Illinois. And they go, we know, beat Navy, <laughs> right, beat right, Navy. Yeah. And she said it was so it was so patriotic and so beautiful. Cool. And it was yeah. just the, and they played the Orange Bowl. I mean, she she had great, her and Dave had great experiences going to watch Jared play. But for her to tell me about that one, that's what this could be. That is exactly what it could be. And, and it was kind of special. I mean, it was something where I didn't have any expectations of it, never thought of it, never crossed my mind. But when I saw it, I'm like, you know, it could even become even cooler and more real than what I saw there. And, and that's where I'm hoping this program's going to go. Coach, what um, with with your background playing at, at Oconomowoc, playing at Wisconsin, and playing in the NFL, what what are you able to pass along to the, to these kids that that keep saying that they want to play at the next level about what it takes to play at that next level? Because I'm sure you remember going from Oconomowoc to playing at Wisconsin is a big major step, size, speed, the campus, all of it. How do you, what do you discuss with these kids? The biggest thing I discuss with them is, number one, is don't ever say to yourself that you can't do it. Uh, I hear a lot of kids say, I can't play D1 or I can't. That's not true. I, I saw the, the greatest thing that I saw was when I was playing in New Orleans for three years, a guy by the name of Sam Mills. He was all oh, a 5'7", five, 5'8". Five, and, you know, you think uh, inside linebacker, all pro inside linebacker, they're 6'1", six, 6'2", six, whatever. Sam was maybe 5'9", five, I, five, I guess. He was pretty short. But this guy overcame everything. And, and what I tell the kids is that, you know, to go to the next levels, the, the main thing that you have to change is your work effort. It has, you have to learn how to work harder than you ever thought you could before. So when I went to Wisconsin, you know, I thought, okay, well, I get recruited. I've got scholarship offers all over the, the country. I just walk in. I get to play. That doesn't happen. You go get the crap beat out of you. And you have to learn, okay, i got to start learning to work as hard as those guys. I'd look at the board and I'd see decleters. You know, well, I want to be on that board as having a lot of decleters. Well, I'm not going to get that without hard work. You know, you look at the, the, the bench board and the squat board and see all these guys with these big numbers and you go, first in your mind, you go, I'll never get to that. But then you got to change that and say, how do I get to that? Right. And it's all work. And so everyone, every kid that I ask, uh, in all my programs with trench training, with St. John's, with all of that, is I ask them, do you want to play the next level? And the, all the kids that raise their hand, I said, you can play. However, you won't unless you learn how to work harder than the guy next to you. And it's, it's all about hard work. Coach, you're married? I, uh, I'm, no, I'm, I'm divorced. I, I do you're, have a fiancé. Yes. Yeah, I, I, and your daughter, you, for daughters? I have two daughters, yes. Their names? Savannah and Scarlett. And Savannah and Scarlett, one got hurt the other day. Is she, she okay? Did. Yeah, she's actually doing really well. She's uh, I'm, I'm incredibly impressed 
Um, she has her father's ankles, unfortunately, and she dislocated an ankle. Oh, yeah, but she's doing okay? She's doing great, yes. Well, where do they go to school? They go to New Berlin West. They do? Yes. You know what? I'm heading, uh, leaving right now to go to the uh, pick and save on Moreland and National. Oh, yeah, right by my house, yeah. To, uh, to give a New Berlin West kid uh, student athlete awesome. of the week. Awesome. Yeah, Ben Chosick's doing a nice job there. Yes, he's doing a great job. He's he's turned that program around. You know, he's my uh, I've got to know him because he's my daughter's spy ed teacher. Okay. Good man. He's, yeah. a, he's a really good yes. man. Hey, I appreciate your willingness to come in. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, thank Anytime. you so yeah. much. This and uh, we had talked about, you know, having you on another show that I do, and I look forward to having that discussion with you. Um, thank you so much for bringing Gerald in. Uh, Ricardo, it's nice to meet you. Yeah, it was very nice meeting you too, sir. Yeah, welcome, uh, welcome, uh, California man. It's got nothing on us. How, the winter here is a little rough for you. <laughs> very rough. Hey, hey, Ralph, winter's a little rough for you too. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's called uh, in Mexico where I live. Is like I live. It's cold, so the I got accustomed too well to the climate in here. But there's sometimes the weather is too extreme in yeah, here. Yeah, I agree. That's twenty below. I've been here my whole life, boys. <laughs> And that's for me. You too. That's yes. it's it's just way too much. Hey, good luck the rest of the way. You guys be leaders on this team. You guys lead these te- this team into the playoffs. You get that level one taken care of. Get to level two. Make sure that guys like me keep talking about you. All right. Yes, sir. All right. It's nice to meet you guys. Thank very you. Nice meeting you. Thank very you nice very much. It's been thank great. You. Appreciate but, it. Yeah. Thanks for bringing these guys in. You this betcha. was a treat for us. So right, thank great. you very much. Awesome. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.